Welcome to the Happiness Experience Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and welcome to today's show. Today, we're talking about step one, seeing your dream. And what are we talking about here, Bill? <laughs> <All right. laughs> Hello, everyone. Well, the last podcast that we did with the happiness experience was your own personal bucket list. <laughs> and of course, the bucket list is your way bigger than big goals. Climb Mount Fuji, especially if you're a Japanese person. Do something magnanimous for someone else or go to the Grand Canyon or go to Niagara Falls or go to Alaska or go to the Panama Canal. <laughs> <laughs> and these are major things that you want to do before your life is finished. Sure. It could be just as, as simple. And I say simple because it is if you let yourself. <laughs> but um, find your true love. Get married. Have a family. <laughs> and those are still really big. Kira calls them simple. But for a lot of people... They elude them for the whole of their lives. So it is a very powerful goal. Now, what we wanted to do when we finished that is we wanted to put it into a context in which the average person could actually reach it. <laughs> and then, of course, what about the everyday day in, day out things like getting a new car or what about getting your next neat place to live? <laughs> so we really need to start, I think, with figuring out exactly what it is you do want for your goals in your life. How do you go about figuring that out? By the title, you can imagine, step one, seeing your dream. We believe that the first step is if you can't see it, you can't do it. <laughs> so I used to be a mechanical designer and did machine design for over 30 years. And that was the most important thing that we did when we had a new assignment is we had to do a visualization session. And sometimes it was just between the boss and the designer and draftsman. Sometimes it was a committee with the prospective owner of the new machine involved, or maybe one or two of their people involved. And together they would sit in a room and sketch up this idea. In fact, often you would have sketches ready when the customer came in, and then the customer would yay or nay different parts of it. But you didn't start lifting a pencil without mm. that sketch, without that initial picture. And you it, can't make a thing. It all begins in the imagination. Absolutely. <laughs> you have to be able to see it there first. Well, one of the things that we always did is took the approach that every single person had something to contribute. So we'd sit in a circle sometimes and do contemplations and visualizations and We'd come forth with our ideas, and if a person said, I didn't see anything, I only saw the color green, we write that down, you know, <laughs> the color <laughs> green. Very often, we'd get to the hotel, and the room the presentation was being held in was green. <laughs> 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 and we go, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> or that could become the theme color. We never knew how these things would enter in. But on Kira's list, one of the first and most important things we'll find is soul-searching. What is really important? And that's what those inner visualization sessions were. That was what that inner visualization, inner guidance, inner meditation was all about, was soul searching. You know, if you're not doing this and you're not used to doing it, accustomed to doing it on a regular basis, it can seem like a lot of work. But like anything else, it gets a lot easier if you practice it. 
So this visualization thing, it really is sort of an innate part of who we are. We all have an imagination. And of course, in the early days when they were telling stories on the radio, people were exercising that all the time. We're all a bit lazy because we're kind of spoon-fed these days. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, the television has been a two-edged sword because on the one hand, it can really add some zest to life. On the other, it can take away because it takes away the visualization experience. It takes away the imagination experience. From that point, Kira's right. It is a lazy tool. <laughs> Of course, one thing that it does do is pique your ability to see what's possible because Absolutely. all kinds of wonderful things are there for you to see. Absolutely. So along with soul searching, you ask yourself the question, what do I want to achieve in life? And these are your next little stepstone dreams. Maybe we'll expand them to goals, but certainly your dreams. It's like the bucket list, but it's scaled down. What are the little step stool things you want, stepping stone things you want next and then next after that and next after that? And one of the things that I think about quite regularly, and this is probably because I am getting on an age, and that is what legacy do I want to leave? What do I want to leave my children about me? And hopefully it's more than a tombstone <laughs> or a marker at the mausoleum, right? Right. And it's not only your children, but it could be the community, the world at large. What do you want to add to what's going on here in life? So it starts with, what do you personally like to do? What sounds fun? What is interesting? And especially, what lights you up? So the bucket list is this major set of goals, again, like going to Alaska or going to the Panama Canal or visiting France, but on a day-to-day -day basis where you want to actually add new things to your life, what lights you up? Mm -hmm. And, and you need a pencil and you need a piece of paper. This is not just sitting idly in a chair, letting the ideas flow past. That's how it starts. But if you don't reach up and grab them and write them down. They just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> they do at that. Now, one of the things you can do once you do get a list started and really generating your ideas is begin to start prioritizing those things and determine what's most important to you to do. What are those real key things that you want to do before you leave here? Or maybe within the next five years, because everything has its time limit. Some things are done better when you're young than when you're older. You can determine how that looks and begin to write that down. You can use pencil and paper. I just said that. But if you have access to any type of word processing software, even on your iPad, like a note-taking software, that's very good because now you can move these items around, sometimes just by touching them with your finger and moving them, or mm -hmm. sometimes just using a stylus and moving them. But, and then, of course, if you use a word processing program like Microsoft Word or one of the others, you can cut and paste. And so you don't have to keep tearing up your list and moving it around. But either way, whatever works the best for you and whatever you're most comfortable with, prioritizing is absolutely an essential step. Yeah. And these days, if you have a smartphone, you can probably find an app and you may already have one on my iPhone. I think I already had one for taking notes and for making lists. So if you want that kind of thing, we also have a wonderful sponsor and we'll get to that soon who made just that kind of an app for the iPad. And then, of course, the most important thing, too, is to use that visualization tool to stimulate your imagination as you're going through this process. Absolutely. 
we're going to get much deeper into the visualization process and visualization boards in just a minute. But when you prioritize your greatest to least important projects, you need to divide them into short, medium, and long-term type goals. They won't all get done at once. Some are going to require a little more training than others. Some are going to require a little more effort than others. And some are definitely going to require more money than others. So you may have to save up or find ways to get other people to help. Now, we're going to talk about the basic rules in just a moment. But first, we want to take a short break and thank one of our sponsors. It actually happens to be the sponsor Kira was talking about, Bullet Pad. And we'll be back in a sec. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for Bullet Pad. And we're back. Now, we do want to discuss some of the basic rules for how you go about actually setting up your goals. We want to talk about a process. The first thing on this basic set of rules is to make your goals goals that motivate you. Write down something about why you're doing this goal. What is your reason for doing it? And that goes back to your soul searching and what you want to achieve in life and what legacy do you hope to leave. Make sure that those questions are answered in this very, very first step of basic rules. These are the kind of things that will keep you going. When it gets hard, you can go back and look at what you wrote and remind yourself why you wanted to do this thing. Put pictures in there, too, especially when you answer the legacy question. Is it? Your family that you want to leave the legacy with, your grandkids perhaps, your children, your spouse. Is it some of the people you work with, some of the people you go to services with? Who is it? And if you can, get their pictures. Today with the smartphones, you can easily, stealthily, if you need to, take a picture, bring it home, print it out. Absolutely. Step number two is to design goals to be smart. So here's another one of those neat acronyms. SMART means specific goals, exactly described, very, very clear, orderly, logical. M for measurable, how much, how often, by what dates. And A is for attainable. Do you believe you can do it? With even a little stretch, or maybe a greater stretch, <laughs> if you make your goals too easy, they won't be worth doing. But if you make something challenging and something you really believe you can do, you can usually attain it. By the same token, if you make it too hard, you're going to keep putting it off and putting it off once you start. So right. under attainable, don't forget that there are other people that the universe will send to you to help you get these done. Right. If you really believe you can do it and you really want to do it, you have the desire, it can be usually attained. But you don't want to make your goal so formidable that you lose all hope of achieving it because you'll never start it. Oh, right. And R is for relevant. So what is the relevance of the goal to you and to your life, the life that you want to achieve? This goal has to be aligned with who you are. And who you want to become. Mm-hmm. 
Now, T of smart is for time-bound. What is your deadline? And unfortunately, if we're on the earth plane, we are (laughs) time-bound. And that's one of the rules that we agreed to as spirit before we took on a physical body, is that we would be time-bound. And as a time-bound being, we have to look at that. I know it's one that's very difficult for me because I hate deadlines, but I have worked very successfully with them. If I'm working on a project with our spiritual group, they're having a seminar and it's going to be such and such a date. Well, by gosh, it's going to be such such a date. I can't change it because, gee, I can't conform to that date. It's going to be that date, whether I work effectively or I don't. So, <laughs> so if you're working on the program... You need to get that together, and you need to get it to the printer and get it back to the people who need it by a certain time. Because it won't be handed out (laughs) at the seminar if you don't finish it up, if you agreed to do it. So time-bound parts of these goals are very important. And treat your life like it's as important as any other endeavor that you take on. The things that you dream of and the things that you want to achieve, just as important. They have to be number one. They should never take a back seat to anything Absolutely. else that you're doing. So step three is the importance of visualization. And as I started to say, when we first started the podcast, I spent years of my life in a field where visualization was an everyday thing. So I am extremely practiced at this, but it's not so far out that anyone can't catch it. If you could sit in your easy chair and you can imagine a skier traveling downhill. If you can sit in your living room chair and you can imagine someone swimming in a pond or a lake or even the ocean, if you can imagine a surfer surfing on waves, if you can imagine a bird feeding at your bird feeder and then flying away, you are doing visualization. Absolutely. That's our greatest gift, imagination. So whatever tools you can use to make your dream visible makes it all the more real to you. People are doing things today like making a vision board. Yeah, that's one of Kira's favorites there. (laughs) I have several of them. And, you know, it's really just like taking a big piece of cardboard. You can get them at the art supply stores. And then you just cut pictures out of newspapers. You can cut them out of flyers that come to your house if you don't take magazines. Just find pictures of things that you want. Things like beautiful scenery, places you want to go that remind you of vacations. Paste them on your board. If you want a new car. Every magazine is going to have a picture from the auto manufacturers, and you'll be able to find that car in one of the magazines. And I also include things about my spiritual development. And you can find beautiful pictures that are very aesthetic looking and, you know, beautiful things that you may want to achieve that just remind you that you have a higher purpose here. And you can put those on your vision board. So anything, it's really whatever you want. And every person is going to be individual in this regard. You're not going to have the same vision board that I would have. But make it visual, whatever it is you want to achieve. Absolutely. Another great tip for getting some magazines Again, if you don't take them yourself and you just have no idea where to get these pictures from, of course, you can download pictures from the internet. And if you have a color printer, then use that and print them out. Millions and millions of images are on the internet. If you want to just cut and paste, then your local library gives away back issues of magazines, like say once a year, usually. (laughs) Gladly they give them away. I have three different libraries really close to me. And... Each of those libraries, they have a magazine day 
and they make them available on one of the tables and they say, come and get them till they run out. Watch for those, then go early that day, you know, <laughs> and get them. A lot of used book sales also sell magazines and they're like 10 cents a piece at the used book sales. So. And this is a really great way to involve the kids because they love to get involved in cutting these pictures right. out. You know, they love to cut out the pictures. They like to do art projects with them too. So it's a really good way to get them thinking about their own vision boards and putting them together. And a wonderful thing you can do with your kids. Another thing that you can do is create a recording of some kind and make it a guided visualization. Just write out what it is that you want to achieve and then play that as a visual technique each day. Sit, maybe close your eyes and listen to your visualization as you have recorded it. Now, you could do this on your smartphone. I can't tell you what all the different ones need as far as software right now, but if you go online and you read about your particular smartphone, it has its own speaker, obviously, or otherwise it wouldn't be a phone, and it has a way to record it into its hard drive space. So this is a very, very simple and totally easy and totally inexpensive way. <laughs> right. to do. And if you don't like your voice, you can find a person, a friend, maybe who has a voice that you really enjoy listening to. Set it to some soft music. Make it something very calming and easy to listen to. And have someone else record it for you if you don't want to record it yourself. Absolutely. Now, once you have many of those made up, like your vision board made up and your visualization, then put small examples, like post visual reminders of these goals all around your house. Put on the refrigerator, obviously, first place to start. Put them in the bathroom, on the mirror. Put them in your bedroom where you're getting dressed and you'll see them. Put them in your car, on your dashboard. Put near, some in your workplace. Right, near your computer, if you sit at a computer often. Any place that you happen to be a great deal, that's where you want them. And the magic of this is to help train your subconscious mind. The subconscious mind works primarily by repetition. It's not the only way it learns, but the usual way that we train the subconscious is through repetition. So seeing this over and over and over again, after 30 days, you've built up an expectation. Exactly. And a wonderful way to do that too, and this is a trick that a lot of people use with visualization, is to put yourself in the picture. Put yourself in that vacation scene. You know, so make sure that you're including yourself as a part of what it is that you want to experience in the future. And this is like earlier I said, sitting in your living room chair and imagining a surfer surfing on the waves. Well, if surfing is one of the ideas that you wish to explore, make sure that the person that you're looking at is you and put yourself into that picture. I think it's a great idea. We need to take another break, I think, Bill, and we'll be right back. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And we're back. Well, what we want to do is talk a little tiny bit about what our next podcast is going to be so you can start looking forward to it. 
We're going to continue with this theme. And in our next podcast, it will be step two, planning your dream. So when you have a dream that you want to accomplish, you can't even start if you don't see it. And I hope we gave enough information on how you can really see it and own it. Well, you can't do anything, even if you see it, if you don't do your planning. So we're going to get into goal setting and goal planning and working out developing that goal. And then we're going to continue this in a trifecta by doing step three. So some of the things that we are going to cover next time much more extensively are the process. Like one, write it down. We're going to talk about positive framework and to-do lists, how to post goals where you can see them. Number two, to make an action plan. So you have steps that you're going to take to achieve your goals. And these will be concrete steps that you make, not somebody else makes, but will help you learn how how to put them together so that you make them and then you do them. And then we're going to begin also talking about seeing your goals through. This is making sure that you stay on track to accomplish the goals that you're beginning. So those are some of the things we hope to plan next time. And then we'll have a third podcast to finish up this idea of planning goals for creating your dream. Absolutely, Kira. It's going to be so much fun. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. That's the end of our podcast, Step 1, Seeing Your Dream. We'll be seeing you next time. Bill and I do want to thank you for listening to our Happiness Experience podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute, the Happiness Experience podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk podcast, the Healthy Tips podcast, the Love Stories podcast, and our two newest podcasts, the Happy Kids podcast, and today's podcast, The Happiness Experience. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcasts and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us your own happiness experiences so we can share them with our listeners on a future show. We'll even give you a plug. You can also like and message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kira and Bill Van Itterson for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. Thank you.